Hi, welcome back to Rock Talk with Dr. Cropper and happy Valentine's Day. In honor of Valentine's Day on Sunday, I decided to do a love theme episode today and it turned out to be much harder than I expected to narrow it down, resulting in my personal top 100 love songs. I'm going to try to resist the temptation to go into too much detail. I'll just uh, give a brief explanation about why I chose each song and maybe draw your attention to a particular line or two that stand out to me as especially good. I tried to favor sappier love songs since it's Valentine's Day, but I've got plenty in here for the singles and the heartbroken as well. Sort of, uh, I'll try to give you a view into the full spectrum of romantic love. I also tried to favor songs written in the second person, so you, da-da-da-da-da, rather than he or she, and you get the idea. Uh, Because it is Valentine's Day, and to quote a song on this list, the time to hesitate is through. If you can't make your true feelings known on Valentine's Day, then when can't you, right? So these aren't in any particular order because that would have been far too time consuming. So I'll go alphabetically by artist and in the case of artists that have multiple entries on my list, of which there are several, alphabetical within each of those artists as well. So the first band on this list is ABBA and I have five of their songs that made the cut. The first of which is Andante Andante. I think it does a great job of capturing the perspective of someone who's a little gun-shy about getting into a relationship or about any, uh, an impending sexual encounter. Uh, it would seem to be written from the perspective of a woman who's a virgin and is uh, planning on that not being the case for much longer, but I think it can apply more broadly than that. I especially like uh, verse 3. There's a shimmer in your eyes, like the feeling of a thousand butterflies. Please don't talk. Go on, play. Andante, andante, and let me float away. And I think it's used very well in Mamma Mia 2, Here We Go Again, with Lily James' character singing it. I saw that movie four times in theaters and really love it, uh, more than the original. And that... uh, That movie's a big reason why I have five ABBA songs on this list. The second ABBA song I've selected is I've Been Waiting For You. This one, I mean, the chorus is a ready-made, successful Valentine's Day card. If any of you out there want to uh, jot this down inside your card, you thrill me, you delight me, you please me, you excite me, you're something I'd been pleading for. I love you, I adore you, I've laid my life before you, I'll have you want me more and more, and finally it seems my lonely days are through, I've been waiting for you. About as good of a sappy chorus as you can get. Overall, I think this one does a great job of depicting the the perspective of someone who's been in love before, as it says in the beginning of the first verse, and things didn't go so well and they never thought they would be able to fully let go again and uh, find true love, but then they meet this person and realize that this is who they've been waiting for all along. So, a good one. The third ABBA song I've selected is The Name of the Game, also used very well in Mamma Mia 2. It's written from the perspective of someone who's been uh, 
uh, quite jaded by past loves gone wrong and is uh, finding themselves in something new. It says, I've seen you twice in a short time, only a week since we started in the first verse. And then in the second verse, I was an impossible case. No one ever could reach me, but I think I can see in your face. There's a lot you can teach me, so I want to know. Then into the chorus, what's the name of the game? Does it mean anything to you? What's the name of the game? Can you feel it the way I do? And then the post-chorus, tell me please, because I have to know. I'm a bashful child beginning to grow. I think it's a great depiction of someone who's uh, jaded from what's gone wrong before and wants to make sure that this new person isn't playing games before they really let themselves go and fall into it. And as with most ABBA songs, the chorus uh, really hits hard, a banger, they might say these days. The fourth ABBA song I've chosen is SOS, which takes a bit more of a sour turn than the previous three. This one is from the perspective of someone who can feel their love sort of falling apart and saying, when you're near me, darling, can't you hear me, SOS, uh, trying to fight to uh, patch it back up. Speaking of Mamma Mia 2, I really love how they used this one in it when Pierce Brosnan's character is uh, sitting at the desk with the pictures of uh, Donna when she was younger, so Lily James, and he sings the chorus much softer than uh, it actually is in the song. I think it's one of the uh, best moments of the movie. And the final ABBA song I've chosen is Super Trooper, which is the ending credits song in Mamma Mia 2. This one is from the perspective of a musician on the road who's been feeling sick and tired of it all and missing their sweetheart and then finds out that they're coming to see the show that night and is immediately excited again. And I think it's summed up by the intro and uh, this part's also used as the second half of the chorus is super trooper beams are going to blind me but I won't feel blue like I always do because somewhere in the crowd there's you. Now Trooper is spelt T-R-O-U-P-R and I looked it up and Super Trooper was a uh, lighting company back then. They might still be around actually. Anyway, they make the stage spotlights that follow the performers around. So that's what that's all about. Maybe I can relate to this one more having... uh, being a performing musician or like still I am just don't have anywhere to play right now, but how uh, your mood can really change when that special someone is coming to your show that night. The next song on the list is Love Hungry Man by ACDC. I'm sure most of you wouldn't have expected me to mention ACDC on an episode like this, but I've always felt that Love Hungry Man, which is the penultimate track on their Highway to Hell album, has a real romantic feel to it. The intro in particular, the first line is, ah, you're the one I've waited for. I need your love more and more. And then after that, it turns more like a typical ACDC song that's a bit more sexually focused. Uh, Verse two, don't want no conversation. I need sweet sensation. And all I want to do is make a meal out of you which, uh, I mean, that's part of the Valentine's experience as well. Once you get past the chocolates and roses 
kind of makes me think of the end of the Valentine's Day movie, actually, when the narrator says, you know, something, something, and then uh, those three words that everybody wants to hear, and everyone's expecting him to say, I love you, and he says, let's get naked. The next entry on my list is I Don't Want to Miss a Thing by Aerosmith. That's one that probably none of you would be surprised to see on a list like this. A really great love song, excellent use in the movie Armageddon. It definitely fits a movie about astronauts and how you would really miss your sweetie if you were away in space, uh, but certainly can apply to non-astronauts as well. Probably one of the better so-called power ballads ever written. Next up is Let's Stay Together by Al Green. I think most people, even if they don't know what this song's called or who it's by, they know the opening motif. It's probably second only to a song a little later on this list as far as recognizable openings by a, uh, a very sensual sort of song like this. I'm sure it will be spinning in no shortage of bachelor pads across the world Sunday night. And uh, I'm sure it's had its hand in no shortage of conceptions over the years. Next up is Blue Sky by the Allman Brothers Band, which is one of my favorite songs ever. Fantastic uh, guitar solos in it. Just a really, it sounds like a blue sky. If you have a nice sunny day and you're going for a walk or a drive or just want a nice pick me up in the morning, throw this on and it's just pure bliss. But the lyrics make it a really great love song. You're my blue sky, you're my sunny day. Lord, you know it makes me high when you turn your love my way. Turn your love my way. Pretty sweet. Next up is Baby I Love You by Andy Kim. I've always been really fond of this one, and it has some great sweet lines. I can't live without you. I love everything about you. I can't help it if I feel this way. Oh, I'm so glad I found you. I want my arms around you. I love to hear you call my name. Tell me, baby, that you feel the same. Nice. Next up, I have two Aretha Franklin songs, the first of which is You Make Me Feel Like a Natural Woman. I mean, this song is so great, it makes me feel like a natural woman when I listen to it. You just can't help but sing along. Uh, and it's chock full of great lines, such as When my soul was in the lost and found, you came along to claim it. Wow. You can find somebody worth writing a line like that about you. You got a good one. And the second Aretha song I have is You Send Me. I love this song. One of the great intros of all time. That delicate little piano intro. Back in the spring, there was an Instagram challenge going around with like 30 day, 30 song sort of thing where each day it's like pick a song that makes you think of this or whatever. And one of the days was... Uh, first dance song at your wedding or something or a song that you want played at your wedding and I chose this one uh, I think it's a great wedding song the bridge at first I thought it was infatuation but it lasted so long so long now I find myself wanting I want you to marry me please take me home and since I'm mentioning the tie-ins with movies a lot on this episode you'll find this in numerous movies often in wedding scenes not surprisingly Next up, I have my first semi-obscure pick. You wouldn't expect me to pick one that isn't from a major artist that everybody knows, would you? But 
I have Moonlight Kiss by Bap Kennedy, which I became aware of through the movie Serendipity, which is one of my all-time favorites, and I love the use of this song in that movie. So I looked up the soundtrack and found out what it was, and now it's one of my favorites, and I think maybe one of yours too if you go listen to it. That's Moonlight Kiss by Bap Kennedy. And now back to my usual tricks, I have three by the Beach Boys, the first of which is God Only Knows, one of the absolute most beautiful songs ever written, I think. Uh, Instrumentally, vocally, Carl Wilson's performance on this is amazing, and uh, lyrically as well. Starting from the top, I may not always love you, but long as there are stars above you, you never need to doubt it, I'll make you so sure about it. God only knows what I'd be without you. If you should ever leave me, while life would still go on, believe me, the world could show nothing to me, so what good would living do me? God only knows what I'd be without you. Doesn't get much sweeter than that. And Paul McCartney actually identified this as his favorite song of all time, and Pet Sounds as his favorite album of all time. He's bought each of his kids a copy of it on vinyl. A little trivia for you. The second Beach Boys song I've chosen is the one Beach Boys song that might be better than God Only Knows, that's Good Vibrations. Whenever a top five song of all time by anybody uh, happens to be a love song as well, then it has to be included here, and that applies to Good Vibrations. It's an interesting one because it's very obviously from the uh, mid to late 60s psychedelic summer of love sort of period and yet it manages to not be dated like if we read the lyrics from the top I I love the colorful clothes she wears and the way the sunlight plays upon her hair I hear the sound of a gentle word on the wind that lifts her perfume through the air and then the chorus I'm picking up good vibrations she's giving me excitations repeated a few times and then verse 2 close my eyes, she's somehow closer now, softly smile, I know she must be kind, when I look in her eyes, she goes with me to a blossom world, so it's a great love song in the sense of one of those kind of initial infatuation upon meeting somebody type of love songs, and also it's just a brilliant song, and manages to do something that very few songs can, where they're of the times, but also transcend the times. Really good. You could also make a case that Good Vibrations is the best record of all time in the sense of just the actual recording of the studio version being so tight and precise and utilizing studio trickery to perfection and just being like a perfect pop song. But uh, not necessarily uh, translating super well to live performance. It's just the studio version is so perfect. And the third and final Beach Boys song I've chosen is Surfer Girl. I had to put this one in there because I had my first kiss listening to this song, so I guess it has some nice sentimental value for that, but it's also just a great, cute little love song that is reminiscent of a kind of a bygone era of 
uh, innocence and all of that. In America, if you read from verse 2, I have watched you on the shore, standing by the ocean's roar. Do you love me? Do you surfer girl? Surfer girl, my little surfer girl. We could ride the surf together while our love would grow. In my woody I would take you everywhere I go. So I say from me to you, I will make your dreams come true. Do you love me? Do you surfer girl? Surfer girl, my little surfer girl. Just a nice sweet one. Not overly complicated, but it doesn't always need to be. And sticking with probably the two biggest bands of the 60s, I have four songs by the Beatles, the first of which is Here, There, and Everywhere off of the Revolver album, which is uh, second only to Sgt. Pepper as far as their discography, in my humble opinion. I read once that McCartney wrote this while he was... uh, sitting outside Lennon's house waiting for him to come out for a songwriting session, and he actually wrote it kind of as a response to, or was inspired by, God Only Knows, which had come out a few months before he wrote this. And interestingly, McCartney said in a 60 Minutes interview in 2018, he was talking about the rivalry between he and Lennon, and he said this was the only song that John ever complimented him on his songwriting for as after he finished playing it john said that's a really good song lad i love that song and paul was like yes he likes it sort of a big brother little brother relationship there with lennon being three years older as far as lines that stand out the whole thing's great but at the very end you know verse three ends with watching her eyes and hoping i'm always there and then he says I will be there and everywhere, here, there, and everywhere. The second Beatles song I've chosen is also a Paul song, and that is I Will, which I think is very underrated. It's kind of buried right in the middle of the White Album, track 16 out of 30, but it's a really great song. Also because it's just under two minutes, I think maybe it gets overlooked, but it is by no means a throwaway. Actually, here, I'll read you the whole lyrics, because it's pretty short. Who knows how long I've loved you? You know I love you still. Will I wait a lonely lifetime? If you want me to, I will. For if I ever saw you, I didn't catch your name. But it never really mattered. I will always feel the same. Love you forever and forever. Love you with all my heart. Love you whenever we're together. Love you when we're apart. And when at last I find you... Your song will fill the air. Sing it loud so I can hear you. Make it easy to be near you. For the things you do endear you to me. Oh, you know I will. I will. So I think that's cool how we realize it's not actually addressed to a girl that he knows. It's sort of to his dream girl who he's confident is out there somewhere. Or his soulmate, you might say. My brother Spencer, who's been on the show back in December for the Working Man's Dead and American Beauty episodes, really loves this song, as does my favorite model, Elizabeth Turner, who I think is probably the most beautiful woman in the world right now. So, Elizabeth, if you happen to listen to this, when at last I find you, your song will fill the air. (laughs) So I had to put this on the list, because of that at least. The third Beatles song I've chosen is In My Life off of the Rubber Soul album, and this is a John song, often cited as one of the best songs of all time, and I can't disagree. It starts with John 
talking about you know his past and places and people that he remembers and how he has a a place in his heart for all of them and then verse two and bridge two i'll read you but of all these friends and lovers there is no one compares with you and these memories lose their meaning when i think of love as something new though i know i'll never lose affection for people and things that went before i know i'll often stop and think about them in my life i love you more really great song i love the message of this song kind of like rafiki in the lion king when he hits simba over the head and says it doesn't matter it's in the past it's like yeah i have a past but it doesn't matter anymore i'm with you and i love you better than all that and the final beatles song i've chosen is something off of abbey road so a george song we got two pauls a john and a george something is a really beautiful love song and really beautiful instrumentation as well verse one something in the way she moves attracts me like no other lover something in the way she woos me and then verse two there's a chorus in between there somewhere in her smile she knows that i don't need no other lover something in her style that shows me and then the chorus again and then the bridge is the real highlight of the song really hits hard you're asking me will my love grow i don't know i don't know you stick around now it may show i don't know i don't know so interesting how in those opening verses he sounds quite sure of how strongly he feels for her and then in the bridge it's like i don't know if this is going to last or if i'm going to keep feeling this way for long enough to it be for it to be a forever thing but this is how strongly i'm feeling right now so i guess a uh, a good love song for someone who wants a reminder to just live in the moment and let it go where it goes and that's 20 songs so we're a fifth of the way there next up i have to love somebody by the bgs who are actually my grandma's favorite band and I don't believe I've mentioned them on the show yet so far, but I will definitely be talking about my favorite song of theirs in an episode a few weeks from now. But anyhow, uh, To Love Somebody by the Bee Gees, uh, one of my favorite love songs, I think summed up by the chorus, you don't know what it's like, baby, you don't know what it's like to love somebody, to love somebody the way I love you, which... Uh, you know, implies to a certain extent that his feelings aren't uh, reciprocated, which uh, sucks, but we've all been there, brother. Next up is probably the second most obscure pick on this list, and that is Shine by Benjamin Francis Leftwich. I never would have discovered this if not for a girl recommending it to me uh, while I was at McMaster, so thank you very much for that you know who you are it's from his uh, last smoke before the snowstorm album uh, the whole thing is really great but this song is probably the highlight and is the best love song of the bunch i think and uh, i'm not going to read you the lyrics because they are too sappy for zach cropper to read on air that's that, that's right that's how good and cute of a love song it is uh but check it out and you won't be disappointed actually i guess i could read you the outro i hope you find what you're looking for so your heart is warm forevermore so another one of uh unrequited love 
Also, quick trivia. Apparently, Shine was named Spotify's most addictive track of 2014, an honor bestowed upon the most repeatedly played song of the year. That is the one that the most number of people put on repeat. Next up, I have All the Small Things by Blink-182. It's not too often you have me mention something from the early 2000s, but I really love this song. It was on the playlist at... Uh, an old retail job that I had, and uh, I always liked when it came on. I'll read you the lyrics from this one. They're not too long, and I think they're really good. All the small things, true care, truth brings. I'll take one lift, your ride, best trip. Always I know you'll be at my show, watching, waiting, commiserating. I think that part's really great. Um, As I mentioned a few songs ago when we were talking about Super Trooper, how as a musician, I can appreciate that part about the uh, the security that would come from always knowing that your sweetheart would be at your show, but then the humor in the second half of the line, watching, waiting, commiserating. So his girl's always there and uh, being sympathetic and not judging for how poorly his band plays. I think that's pretty funny. And the second verse as well. Late night, come home, work sucks, I know. She left me roses by the stairs, surprises let me know she cares. Besides this song being very catchy and very fun instrumentally, I think it's a really sweet song and a great reminder that it really is all the small things that keep the... uh, the spark going. Next I have seven Bob Dylan songs, so bear with me. The first of which is Buckets of Rain, which closes his 1975 Blood on the Tracks album, which is one of my favorite albums of all time. I think it's one of the best album closers, uh, Buckets of Rain that is. I won't read you all the lyrics because they're fairly lengthy in typical Dylan fashion, but the final verse Life is sad, life is a bust, all you can do is do what you must, you do what you must do, and you do it well. I do it for you, honey baby, can't you tell? Like it's a really great song about, you know, going through a tough period in life and telling the the one that you're really into that you're just going to be there waiting patiently and whenever she decides to come around, that's cool, you'll be there. Next up, I have Girl from the North Country, which is one of the most touching songs I've ever heard as far as a love song addressed to uh, someone he's no longer with. I'll read you the first two verses. If you're traveling in the North Country Fair, where the winds hit heavy on the borderline, remember me to one who lives there, for she once was a true love of mine. If you go in the snowflakes storm, when the rivers freeze and summer ends, Please see if she has a coat so warm to keep her from the howling winds. So I should have phrased that better earlier, not addressed to the girl that he uh, still loves but isn't with anymore, but uh, to somebody who's headed her way and he's saying, uh, I hope she's you know safe from the cold and doing okay. Check up on her for me. Really sweet song and uh, heartbreaking in kind of a tragic way. The next Dylan song I have is Lay Lady Lay off of his 1969 uh, Nashville Skyline album. This one is uh, a really great 
love song and has a great mix of the romantic and the sensual. Uh, I'll start towards the end of verse two. His clothes are dirty, but his hands are clean, and you're the best thing that he's ever seen. Stay, lady, stay. Stay with your man a while. Why wait any longer for the world to begin? You can have your cake and eat it too. Why wait any longer for the one you love when he's standing in front of you? Lay, lady, lay. Lay across my big brass bed. Stay, lady, stay. Stay while the night is still ahead. I long to see you in the morning light. I long to reach for you in the night. Great stuff, and the instrumentation is really awesome as well. Love the percussion on this song. The fourth Dylan song I have is Make You Feel My Love, and the lyrics to this are just too good not to read, so bear with me. When the rain is blowing in your face, and the whole world is on your case, I could offer you a warm embrace to make you feel my love. When the evening shatters and the stars appear, which is some of the best imagery I've ever come across, by the way, and there is no one there to dry your tears, I could hold you for a million years to make you feel my love. I know you haven't made your mind up yet, but I would never do you wrong. I've known it from the moment that we met, no doubt in my mind where you belong. I'd go hungry, I'd go black and blue, I'd go crawling down the avenue. There's nothing that I wouldn't do to make you feel my love. The storms are raging on the rolling sea and on the highway of regret. The winds of change are blowing wild and free. You ain't seen nothing like me yet. I could make you happy, make your dreams come true. Nothing that I wouldn't do. Go to the ends of the earth for you to make you feel my love. I know I'm not doing this in order, but if I had ordered them, this one could very easily be number one. Just spectacular. And you can really feel the longing in his voice as well, and the mix really complements it perfectly too and captures that, uh, I don't want to say desperation, but the uh, the devotedness uh, of the message. The fifth Dylan song that I've chosen is Sad-Eyed Lady of the Lowlands, which is my favorite Dylan song, as a matter of fact. It closes his Blonde on Blonde album, and I think I mentioned it in the top 20 musical events I would visit in a time machine episode back towards the end of August. I think maybe that's episode 10, something like that. Uh, I said I would go back to the recording studio the night that he recorded this to watch him uh, record it because it sort of came together in the studio that night and he's never played it live. So that would be the only chance to kind of see it in the flesh. Uh, the lyrics are too long, so I won't read them, but you really should uh, go listen to it and read along as you go because they are uh, brilliant and full of such cool imagery that could be deciphered so many different ways. I'll probably do an episode devoted just to it at some point to really dive into trying to analyze the lyrics, but it's a really great love song. Dylan wrote it to his first wife, Sarah, who he had just recently married at the time. I'll just highlight one line in verse two, which is my favorite part of the song. With your silhouette, when the sunlight dims into your eyes where the moonlight swims. Just a brilliant line with such awesome imagery there. And the intonation of his voice on that line too, you can just feel how 
in love with her he was. The sixth Dylan song I've chosen is Simple Twist of Fate, also uh, off of the Blood on the Tracks album, like Buckets of Rain was. Uh, There's six verses, and they're all amazing, as you would expect, uh, but fairly long, so I'll just read four, five, and six in the interest of time, but the first three talk about how you know, he meets this girl and they uh, go for a walk together and end up uh, going back to a hotel for the night and then she leaves in the morning while he's still sleeping. So now we pick up at verse four. He woke up, the room was bare. He didn't see her anywhere. He told himself he didn't care, pushed the window open wide, felt an emptiness inside to which he just could not relate, brought on by a simple twist of fate. He hears the ticking of the clocks and walks along with a parrot that talks, hunts her down by the waterfront docks where the sailors all come in. Maybe she'll pick him out again. How long must he wait one more time for a simple twist of fate? People tell me it's a sin to know and feel too much within. I still believe she was my twin, but I lost the ring. She was born in spring, but I was born too late. Blame it on a simple twist of fate. I've loved this song from the moment I heard it. I think it's really brilliant. Uh, the The instrumentation's great too. Uh, it's a really nice vibe that matches the the music. It's relatable to me when uh, you know describing a situation where it ends and you're not exactly sure what what, what went wrong. Um, I love how it's been in the third person the whole song, and then in verse six, it flips to the first person, and you realize he's talking about himself, and the uh, people tell me it's a sin to know and feel too much within. I still believe she was my twin, so you know his friends are saying, oh, you're getting too wrapped up over this, or don't be so emotional or soft or whatever, and he's like, no, I still believe she was the one for me, and then basically the simple twist of fate is kind of saying it was just right person, wrong time. At least that's how he's uh, explained it to himself. I told you there'd be some good ones for the single and the heartbroken in here. And kind of in a similar vein, the final Dylan song that I've chosen is Visions of Johanna, which is on Blonde on Blonde, same as Sad-Eyed Lady of the Lowlands another brilliant one of his, which talks about how he, uh, you know, he he has this sort of idealized dream girl, but he settles for someone who he's aware isn't that because he wants the companionship and then being with her only makes it more painfully obvious that he's not with his dream girl. And then it's sort of, uh, takes on a more meta perspective about how we all uh, take out our frustrations about relationships that didn't work and all of that on the the people who don't deserve the brunt of those frustrations and all that sort of thing. And also talks about how we leech off of partners for companionship and comfort and all that and then move on when something we think is a better opportunity arises. Uh, The line, the peddler now speaks to the countess who's pretending to care for him, 
saying, name me someone that's not a parasite, and I'll go out and say a prayer for him. I think the best line might be in the second verse, though. The the part about how the girl he's with makes it more obvious that he's not with his soulmate, or however you want to put it. Louise, she's alright, she's just near. She's delicate and seems like veneer, but she just makes it all too concise and too clear that Johanna's not here. The ghost of electricity howls in the bones of her face, where these visions of Johanna have now taken my place. The ghost of electricity howling in the bones of her face, meaning it's obvious when the spark isn't there. The ghost of electricity is like the ghost of the spark that he feels like should be there, and visions of Johanna have now taken his place. He realizes he's not present and in the moment with this girl because the whole time he's thinking about how she's not Johanna. So the point being, if you have a strong idealized thing and you feel like you're settling, don't because it's not fair to the person you feel like you're settling for. And that's 30 out of 100. We'll try to uh, get the ball rolling a little faster here. Next I have four by Bob Marley and the Whalers. The first being, Is This Love?, which uh, would have made the cut for its play during Brooklyn Decker's bikini scene and just go with it alone. But it also happens to be a great love song. It really does a great job of capturing the feeling of being really into someone you've just met and wondering, is this love that you're feeling or are you just infatuated? The second Marley song I have is Stir It Up, which is one of my favorites of his. Uh, just a really nice one to put on on a hot sunny day, I mean, as most of his stuff is, but Stir It Up in particular, such a happy song, and uh, not too complicated or overly emotional, it's more of a, a sensual one, uh, highlighted by the line, your recipe is so tasty. And then I have two songs from his Exodus album, which... I'm actually going to do in reverse alphabetical order. So the first one, Waiting in Vain, which is the more popular of the two and was written about someone uh, other than his wife, but is a great song for unrequited love. Uh, The first verse, from the very first time I blessed my eyes on you, girl, my heart says follow through, but I know now that I'm way down on your line, but the waiting feels fine. So don't treat me like a puppet on a string, cause I know how to do my thing. Don't talk to me as if you think I'm dumb. I want to know when you're going to come see. And then the chorus, I don't want to wait in vain for your love. So this one's really great and relatable if you are uh, in a situation where you have feelings that aren't reciprocated or you aren't sure if they will be. Uh, And speaking of serendipity, Annie Lennox's cover of this is in that movie. So this is uh, one of Bob's best songs and uh, one of my favorite love songs. And then the the other one from that album that I have on the list here is Turn Your Lights Down Low, which is addressed to his wife, Rita. And you could kind of view in response to the uh, affair that he had with the woman in Waiting in Vain, He's asking his wife to let his love come tumbling down into their life again. Uh, Not everyone could uh, 
put a song to their mistress and then a response to the subsequent affair uh, addressed to his wife uh, on the same album. Uh, but I guess Bob could. I do think Turn Your Lights Down Low is the sweeter, more romantic of the two, actually. Next up I have Total Eclipse of the Heart by Bonnie Tyler. Uh, not very common for me to pick an 80s song, but I really love this one. I discovered it through Modern Family, actually. I think it's the first episode of Season 9, or it's in Season 9 when they're uh, on the family trip on that lake and they all uh, sing it on the boat because they, uh, they rented the boat to watch the eclipse that summer or whatever. Uh, really like this song, uh, another of those power ballad style love songs, and it's uh, from the woman's perspective, sort of feeling self-conscious about getting older and losing her looks, and her lover reassures her, and that's why it's a, a total eclipse of the heart. His uh, his love causes a total turnaround in how she's feeling about herself, so I think uh, this song is really cool for that. Next up, I have A Thousand Years by Christina Perry, which I discovered through the Twilight movies. And yes, I am a big fan of the Twilight movies. You may not have expected, but I quite enjoy watching them, and I enjoyed reading the the book for Breaking Dawn for a, a book club with my sister. But anyhow, A Thousand Years is a really great love song, I think. The chorus, I have died every day waiting for you, darling don't be afraid, I have loved you for a thousand years, I'll love you for a thousand more. Obviously the thousand years imagery is relevant to a vampire movie with their very long life expectancies, but the uh, the general tenor of the message can apply to all of us. Next up I have Layla by Derek and the Dominoes, so uh, Eric Clapton and featuring Dwayne Allman on slide guitar. Uh, this song is a really fantastic song and a great love song, too. Uh, it features some of Dwayne Allman's very best slide playing, and the long instrumental outro is uh, some of the most beautiful music ever committed to tape, I think, and uh, could function as a love song in and of itself, even without the words. But the words are pretty good, too. Next, I have two songs by The Doors, the first of which is Hello, I Love You, which was their first and only number one. Always been one of my favorite Doors songs, and I think it's a great love song for the uh, sort of infatuation stage, uh, highlighted by verse two. She holds her head so high, like a statue in the sky. Her arms are wicked and her legs are long. When she moves, my brain screams out this song. And then you have Robbie Krieger doing a really long slide note. And then Sidewalk crouches at her feet like a dog that begs for something sweet, which is fantastic imagery. Do you hope to make her see you, fool? Do you hope to pluck this dusky jewel? Some great lines there, and it's funny how certain songs... Uh, always remind you of certain people if you uh, listen to that song a lot when you were into them or with them or whatever. Uh, this one always makes me think of one particular uh, girl that I was into in high school, and I used to uh, throw this on 
on my walk home from the bus if she'd been looking particularly good that day. And the other door song that I picked, actually uh, same sort of thing for a different girl that I was into in high school. Uh, and this song is my favorite song of all time, as you've heard me say, Light My Fire. I think it's a really recognizable opening keyboard lick in the great midsection with Ray's solo and Robbie's solo and the chorus get all the attention, but there's a, a really great love song kind of hidden in plain sight in the verses, which also happen to be a, a perfect rhyming exercise, how well written the verses are, but uh, they really convey the message well of not waiting to uh, allow something to screw it up. Uh, if you know that it's something worth pursuing, then go after it now. This is the one that I said in the intro, uh, has the line, the time to hesitate is through. The next one I've selected is Just One Look by Doris Troy. Really love this song, uh, just under two minutes, so it uh, packs quite a punch in a short time, but really great kind of Motown style sound and uh, yeah, just go put it on and dance to it and have a good time. It's a great one. And that's 40 songs. Next up, I have two songs by Elton John, the first of which is Can You Feel the Love Tonight from one of my absolute favorite movies of all time. Could potentially be number one, but because it's a cartoon, maybe not. Uh, that being The Lion King, of course, I love Can You Feel the Love Tonight. Uh, definitely one of my very favorite love songs, and if I had ordered these, would be closer to the the top of this top 100, and such a great fit in The Lion King for the scene when Simba and Nala kind of fall in love in the jungle. And the other Elton John song I've picked is Your Song, which uh, is a really great love song as well, and a cool concept to write a song that's telling his love interest about the process of writing this song about them. Highlighted by the line, I hope you don't mind that I put down the words, how wonderful life is when you are in the world. Next up I have Can't Help Falling in Love by Elvis Presley. Absolute classic, one of the best love songs ever written. Wise men say, only fools rush in, but I can't help falling in love with you. Doesn't get much sweeter than that. Very nice. And a terrific vocal performance from the King as well. Next up I have Wonderful Tonight by Eric Clapton. Off of his uh, 1977 album Slow Hand, he wrote this in 1976 for Patty Boyd, who he actually wrote Layla about as well, which we talked about a few minutes ago back when she was still married to his friend, George Harrison. So there's some uh, soap opera stuff for you, but they were now together at the point that he wrote uh, Wonderful Tonight and definitely one of the most beautiful songs there is. The instrumentation, Clapton's vocal delivery, and the lyrics are all super sweet and you can just feel the love uh, beating through it. He wrote it while he was waiting for her to get ready for a party, and uh, the, the lyrics speak to that. I'll just read them. It's late in the evening. She's wondering what clothes to wear. She puts on her makeup and brushes her long blonde hair. 
And then she asks me, do I look all right? And I say, yes, you look wonderful tonight. We go to a party and everyone turns to see this beautiful lady that's walking around with me. And then she asks me, do you feel all right? And I say, yes, I feel wonderful tonight. I feel wonderful because I see the love light in your eyes. And the wonder of it all is that you just don't realize how much I love you. It's time to go home now, and I've got an aching head, so I give her the car keys, and she helps me to bed, and then I tell her, as I turn out the light, I say, my darling, you were wonderful tonight. Oh, my darling, you were wonderful tonight. Never get tired of that one. So good. Next up, I have At Last by Etta James, which uh, I think speaks for itself. I don't think I've ever met someone who doesn't know and love this song. And actually, it was the favorite song of the uh, first Kiss Girl from uh, Surfer Girl back however long ago in the episode that is. So there you go. Next up, I have Breathe by Faith Hill. I'm not a big contemporary country fan, but this song is awesome. The chorus, uh, as they say these days, slaps. This song is definitely a banger. Uh yeah, I get chills every time on the chorus. Uh, great depiction of the uh, the kind of butterfly stage. I'll read you the lyrics quick. I can feel the magic floating in the air. Being with you gets me that way. I watch the sunlight dance across your face and I've never been this swept away. All my thoughts just seem to settle on the breeze when I'm lying wrapped up in your arms. The whole world just fades away. The only thing I hear is the beating of your heart now into the chorus because I can feel you breathe. It's washing over me and suddenly I'm melting into you. There's nothing left to prove. Baby, all we need is just to be caught up in the touch, slow and steady rush. Baby, isn't that the way that love's supposed to be? I can feel you breathe. Just breathe. Now back into the verse. In a way, I know my heart is waking up as all the walls come tumbling down. I'm closer than I've ever felt before, and I know you know there's no need for words right now. And then back into the chorus. So yeah, if you're ever really infatuated with somebody and you want one to just belt it out in the car or in the shower or something, Breathe by Faith Hill is an excellent choice. Next up I have Everywhere by Fleetwood Mac. Uh, pretty self-explanatory. I want to be with you everywhere and nice shimmery instrumentation and production to match. Next, I have Rescue Me by Fontella Bass. Love this song, one of my favorites for when I'm cooking. It always makes me feel like I'm in a diner, maybe because it's played in the diner in a Cinderella Story, which is an awesome movie that it's been too long since I've seen. I should watch that tonight. That's the one with uh, Hilary Duff in it. Next up I have I Can't Help Myself Sugar Pie Honey Bunch by The Four Tops. Love this one, another great Motown song. If this doesn't get you dancing, I don't know what will. Next up I have two George Harrison songs from his solo debut, All Things Must Pass. The first one, If Not For You, is actually a Bob Dylan song, but I'm choosing George's cover of it. It just sounds so soothing. It's a very enjoyable listen and uh, a very sweet message as well. 
If not for you, babe, I couldn't even find the door. I couldn't even see the floor. I'd be sad and blue if not for you. And it kind of uh, carries on in that vein for the rest of the song. And that's 50, by the way, so we're halfway there. And no, living on a prayer is not on the list. And the other Harrison song is What Is Life, which uh, is my favorite Beatles solo song. I remember the first time I heard it, it was with my dad and my brother's on the way to Chicago, and uh, I think it's just one of the catchiest songs I've ever heard. I listened to it all the time, and it was stuck in my head the whole trip, whether walking around the town at a baseball game, in the hot tub at the hotel, just uh, stuck with me as soon as I heard it. It's got a great riff and a very sweet message as well. What I feel, I can't say, but my love is there for you any time of day. But if it's not love that you need, then I'll try my best to make everything succeed. Tell me what is my life without your love. Tell me who am I without you by my side. Very sweet indeed. Next I have three Grateful Dead songs, the first of which is Scarlet Begonias, which is not totally a love song, but I chose it because I think it's a great reminder to us all to not get fixated on having a certain type that we look for in romance because in the song the narrator is kind of describing meeting this girl who is kind of like the manic pixie dream girl uh, trope in the movies uh she had rings on her fingers and bells on her shoes and i knew without asking she was into the blues she wore scarlet begonias tucked into her curls i knew right away she was not like other girls other girls and then talks about they have how they have their encounter or whatever and then uh before the solo it says well, there ain't nothing wrong with the way she moves, or scarlet begonias, or a touch of the blues, and there's nothing wrong with the look that's in her eye. I had to learn the hard way to let her pass by, let her pass by. So he finally realizes that he's not going to find lasting, long-term happiness with uh, pursuing this particular type of girl that he's always been going after. The second Grateful Dead song I've chosen is Sugar Magnolia, which by contrast I think is about the girl who's quote-unquote wife material. I mean, it has some psychedelic paradoxical imagery, as Scarlet Begonias does, but I think the key to it as a love song, and particularly a love song about the uh, the one who's wife material, if you will, is the... Uh, I guess the fourth verse or whatever it be goes she comes skimming through rays of violet she can wade in a drop of dew so there's kind of the paradoxical psychedelic imagery but it's also like he's so enamored with her that he thinks she's capable of anything even wading like wade in the water in just a little drop of moisture uh, but more importantly the second half of that uh, line she don't come and I don't follow, waits backstage while I sing to you. Now, not in a sexist or misogynistic uh, way that she waits backstage while I'm singing to you, more in a sense of the the security that a long-term 
a relationship can bring that he doesn't need to be worried while he's up there doing his thing that she might have up and left uh, by the time he finishes playing as uh, we'll see happen in a song that's later on this list he's able to sort of rest into the sense of security not taking it for granted but yeah so I think Sugar Magnolia is a uh, a great love song from that perspective and the third and final Grateful Dead song I've chosen is They Love Each Other I've always been a big fan of this one I love the fast live versions they did in 73. I also like the slowed down, more reggae-like ones that they did after the hiatus. And uh, this one's a great one for just talking about two people who uh, found each other and made a great connection and telling people to just leave them alone and let them enjoy it and telling the naysayers to shut up, basically. Um, Verse 2 he could pass his time around some other line, but you know he chose his place beside her. Don't get in the way. There's nothing you can say, nothing that you need to add or do. And then a bridge section a little later in the song, why don't you believe me? What I say is true. Everything I tell you, I heard it first from you. So to me, that line has always meant someone who initially told the guy to go after this girl and that they would be a great match has now become a naysayer now that he's actually gone after her. And he's saying, like, what the heck, you're the one who told me that we would be so great together and now I'm making it happen and you're trying to rain on my parade or tell me it's not a good idea. And uh, that bit has been uh, relatable for me from time to time. Next up, I have the most obscure pick on this list, That's the Way That I Feel by Greg Moverly. I'm not sure how many of you will have heard of him. He's a local artist around here who I discovered when I went to one of Alex Worms' shows, uh, my former bandmate who was on the show back in November when I interviewed her about her I'll Be Home for Christmas cover. Anyway, a few summers ago I went to see her at this ain't Hollywood in Hamilton and Greg was playing there and I really enjoyed his set and bought his CD. And this was one of the tracks on it. I think it's a really sweet love song. Uh, it's got lines like if you've been thinking of me, like I've been thinking of you, you're probably not getting much done. And they all kind of follow that pattern. It's a really nice, uh, love song and he has a really great folk sound it's on his album urban folk which is available on uh, apple music and spotify and all that so i'd recommend checking it out it's a good one next up i have two songs by herman's hermits can't you hear my heartbeat and i'm into something good both of which are kind of classic early 60s sort of uh cutesy little love songs but i really love both of them Uh, you should check them out Next, I have the only instrumental on this list, Across the Stars by John Williams, which is the uh, Anakin and Padme love theme from Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones. I've always really loved this particular part of the Star Wars score, and I really enjoyed Anakin and Padme's love story, and I think it gets too much hate, and I quite like Attack of the Clones for that, so I... Uh, I quite often listen to Across the Stars, and I think it does a really good job of underscoring a 
star-crossed lovers kind of situation. Next, I have one of the newer songs on this list and another country one, A Picture of You by Johnny Reed. I think the the line, if I could leave this world with just one memory, it'd be a picture of you looking back at me, is a heartbreaking image and also a very sweet line, so I really like this one. Next, I have Betty Davis Eyes by Kim Carnes, quite possibly my favorite song from the 80s. I discovered this one through the movie Take Me Home Tonight. It plays as Teresa Palmer's character is walking into the party, and uh, she's obviously uh, one of the best-looking actresses out there, and I really love that movie and the love story that develops between her character and Topher Grace's character. And Betty Davis Eyes is just a great song, independent of that movie as well. It sounds just like the 80s, which normally would tick me off, but I really love it here. And it's one of the best depictions that I've come across of those, uh, you know, some girls just have that vibe where it seems like it's so effortless how uh, stunning they are. And this song is a great uh, oral depiction of that. And that makes 60 songs, so we're getting there, folks. Next up, I have three songs by my favorite band, Led Zeppelin. First one is The Rain Song, which uh, Jimmy Page actually started writing the music for in response to something that George Harrison said to him when he uh, commented that Led Zeppelin didn't have any ballads. And so Page included... Uh, a bit of a nod to Harrison's own song, Something, which we discussed a while back on this episode. Uh, anyway, the Rain song is quite possibly the most beautiful song in Led Zeppelin's catalog. Just how lush it sounds with the the orchestration and Jimmy's guitar playing really sounds like it's been rained on. The whole thing sounds very uh, wet and it has uh, one of my favorite lines that Plant ever wrote, speak to me only with your eyes. That really is the best when you get to a stage where uh, your bond is so good that the uh, communication doesn't even need to be said. You just look at each other and know. Actually, one of my favorite Plant uh, comments on stage comes after the rain song on March 25th, 1975, the second of three nights at the Forum in Los Angeles. He says, uh, I don't think that song could have been written the day before or the day after. It was just, that was the day. Never again will it be like that. Until the next time. And seeing as I only fall in love once a week, it's pretty hard to keep writing new material. The second Zeppelin song I've chosen is Ten Years Gone, which Plant wrote about a girl he was with back before he was famous who made him gave him an ultimatum that he had to choose between uh, her or his music and he obviously chose his music and chose wisely at that but he found himself looking back 10 years later and thinking what might have been uh, i really loved the line vixen in my dreams with great surprise to me never thought i'd see your face the way it used to be. Also features some of Page's best guitar playing in their catalog and is a real treat for the ears all the way through. 
and it would often lead to some good plantations, as they're called as well. Uh, my favorite is when he's introducing it, April 10th, 1977, the fourth night in Chicago. He says, in England, it's very important to take the one that you love to the back of the school bus and tell them that forever and ever you will be together. It never works out like that, but you can try it in every town. And the third Led Zeppelin song I've chosen is Thank You, another really gorgeous song with Jones's organ. And on the live versions, Paige would play a really great guitar solo, uh, but the lyrics are probably the highlight. If the sun refused to shine, I would still be loving you. If mountains crumble to the sea, there will still be you and me. And then the chorus, which uh, featured some nice harmonies, which was uh, kind of unusual for them. Little drops of rain, whisper of the pain, tears of loves lost in the days gone by. If our love is strong, with you there is no wrong. Together we shall go until we die. I think a lot of fans probably overlook the fact that they had some really uh, excellent love songs uh, amongst the, the Black Dogs and the Whole lot of Loves and Dazed and Confused and such. I mentioned earlier when we talked about uh, Let's Stay Together by Al Green that it was probably second for most recognizable intro to one of these love songs that's more of a sexual one. And uh, we've now arrived at the one or maybe two that uh, would be more recognizable than it on that front. And that can only mean that we are talking about Marvin Gaye. So I have two songs for him on this list, Let's Get It On and Sexual Healing, which are both uh, really excellent love songs uh, as far as the, the more physical side of things. And any country that's worried about declining birth rates just needs to uh, start pushing these two over the airwaves and that problem will get fixed in about nine months. Next up I have Still the One by Orleans, a really great uh, kind of mellow 70s rock style one uh, that's just talking about how he and his lover have been together for a long time and sometimes they have their fights and everything, but they're still having fun and she's still the one. I think my favorite line might be, but I want you to know after all these years, you're still the one I want whispering in my ear. Next up I have The Tide is High by The Paragons. Many of you may be more familiar with Blondie's cover of it, but I highly encourage you to check out The Paragons original. Uh, it's a really great one and one of the classics as far as unrequited love. The tide is high, but I'm holding on. I'm going to be your number one. Can't put it much more succinctly than that. Next up I have When a Man Loves a Woman by Percy Sledge. Really great one for just describing how much a man will be willing to go through and how much uh, bad stuff he'll be willing to suffer through when he really loves a woman. Next up, I have two Peter Frampton songs, both featured on his famous live album, Frampton Comes Alive. The first one is All I Want to Be is By Your Side, really sweet little acoustic uh, number that I'm quite fond of, and that uh, is number 69 on our list, nice. And the other one is Baby I Love Your Way, which is a, a really nice 
atmospheric one highlighted by the line, don't hesitate because our love won't wait. Next up I have In Your Eyes by Peter Gabriel, made famous uh, because it's the song playing through the boombox that John Cusack holds over his head outside of Ion Sky's window in Say Anything. This one is a beautifully over-the-top love song in that 80s way. I love in the chorus, in your eyes, the light, the heat, in your eyes, I am complete, in your eyes, I see the doorway, in your eyes, to a thousand churches, in your eyes, the resolution, in your eyes, of all the fruitless searches, then it goes on from there, but I love that in her eyes, he sees the resolution of all his fruitless searches for love with other people. Great stuff. Next up I have You're My Best Friend by Queen, another artist I'm mentioning for the first time today. Uh, This one was actually written by their bassist, John Deacon, about his wife and uh, saying that she's his best friend. Pretty simple, very sweet. I really love this one, one of my favorite Queen songs. Uh, It's on A Night at the Opera. They're uh, what many to believe, what many believe to be their best studio album, and I would probably agree. I'm not sure if I'm in the mood to make such a hot take as to say that this is my favorite song on the album, not Bohemian Rhapsody, but okay, I'll say it, it is. I like this better than Bohemian Rhapsody. You're My Best Friend is my favorite song on A Night at the Opera. I also quite like 39, which uh, You're My Best Friend flows into. Next, I have Keep On Loving You by REO Speedwagon. This is one of those uh, classic power ballad type love songs. Uh, And it's actually a very sweet message. The guy wrote it to his wife after finding out that she had cheated on him. If we start at verse 2, And though I know all about those men, still I don't remember. Because it was us, baby, way before them, and we're still together. And then the pre-chorus, and I meant every word I said. When I said that I love you, I meant that I love you forever. And I'm going to keep on loving you, because it's the only thing I want to do. I don't want to sleep, I just want to keep on loving you. Wow, that's true love. Next I have Unchained Melody by the Righteous Brothers. This one very well could be the uh, the most gut-wrenching on the list as far as just how captivating the vocal performance is. Just really beautiful to listen to, and so many uh, of these YouTube reactions, people are reacting to this one live performance of it, and it's really amazing to watch their their faces as they see the the raw emotion that's poured into this one. Next up, I have four songs by the greatest rock and roll band in the world, the Rolling Stones. Uh, The first of which is Beast of Burden. I find this song so soothing. It's easily a top 10 Stones song for me. Uh, It's my mom's favorite. Either it or Start Me Up, and she says it was my grandpa's favorite, so I've always liked it uh, for that reason, as well as it just being a great song love the weaving guitars. I think it's the best example of what Keith always refers to as the ancient art of weaving that he and Ronnie practice. And I'll actually read you the lyrics for this one. 
I'll never be your beast of burden. My back is broad, but it's a hurtin'. All I want for you to make love to me. I'll never be your beast of burden. I've walked for miles, my feet are hurting. All I want is for you to make love to me. Am I hard enough? Am I rough enough? Am I rich enough? I'm not too blind to see. I'll never be your beast of burden. So let's go home and draw the curtains. Music on the radio. Come on, baby, make sweet love to me. And then the chorus again. And then there's bridge. And then the third verse. I tell you, you can put me out on the street. Put me out with no shoes on my feet. Put me out, put me out, put me out of misery. Yeah, all your sickness, I can suck it up. Throw it all at me. I can shrug it off. There's one thing, baby, I don't understand. You keep on telling me I ain't your kind of man. And then the chorus again, and then outro. So Mick's actually being sarcastic when he says he'll never be her beast of burden because all of the other lines are showing that he is willing to do all of these things. Like she can put him out on the street with no shoes on his feet, and none of that bothers him. The only thing that he doesn't understand is when she tells him he ain't her kind of man. I just think this song is brilliant, one of their best. It has everything. I mean, the instrumentation's great, the lyrics are great, mixed vocal performance is great. It's smooth, it's sexual, it's romantic. It's a little bit uh, hopeless and forlorn, as uh, to quote a Bob Dylan song. Can't say enough about Beast of Burden. The next Stone song I've chosen is Loving Cup which kind of has some similar imagery to Lay Lady Lay, the Dylan song we mentioned a while back here on this episode. I'll read you. I will see how far we get. I'm the man on the mountain, come on up. I'm the plowman in the valley with a face full of mud. Yes, I'm fumbling, and I know my car don't start. Yes, I'm stumbling, and I know I play a bad guitar. Give me a little drink from your loving cup. Just one drink and I'll fall down drunk. I'm the man who walks the hillside in the sweet summer sun. I'm the man that brings you roses when you ain't got none. Well, I can run and jump and fish, but I won't fight you if you want to push and pull with me all night. Give me a little drink from your loving cup. Just one drink, and I'll fall down drunk. And then it breaks down into a bridge section that sounds much more, uh, romantic sort of picture a candlelight scene i feel so humble with you tonight just sitting in front of the fire see your face dancing in the flame feel your mouth kissing me again what a beautiful buzz what a beautiful buzz and it repeats that a few times and then the third verse yes i am nitty gritty and my shirt's all torn but i would love to spill the beans with you till dawn so this one's really excellent uh first of all the instruments I love the piano playing on this. I love Charlie's drumming on this. But as far as what made it worthy of inclusion on my top 100 love songs, I think the lyrics are really great and do an excellent job of towing that line between being too mushy-gushy and too sexual. It has just the right amount of both and melds them perfectly together. I think it's a really great love song. Next, I have uh, two that Keith wrote uh, for the other two Stone songs that I've chosen. And actually, I'm pretty sure he wrote or uh, was the main one who started Beast of Burden as well. So that's interesting that he should uh, 
come up with their best love songs. Uh, so anyway, this first one is Ruby Tuesday, which he wrote about a girl who was kind of the first girl he really fell head over heels for, and she was a real free spirit type. And he went on tour with the Stones. This is back in the mid-60s, so it wouldn't have been like a huge world tour, but they went off to play some shows, and when he came back, she had uh, packed up and left. But what makes it a great love song is that he doesn't hold it against her at all. Like He's sad, but he knows that's just the way that she is, and he isn't really surprised by it. The chorus, goodbye Ruby Tuesday, who could hang a name on you, as in uh, how could anybody call her some uncouth name or be mad at her when you change with every new day still i'm going to miss you a very sweet one for the heartbroken out there on valentine's day and the other one that keith wrote the final stone song that i've chosen is actually the first one that he sang lead vocals on and that is you got the silver off of let it bleed in 1969 so this one was addressed to Anita Pallenberg, who he was with at the time, and she had been filming a movie with Mick Jagger and had an affair with him during the filming of the movie, and Keith found out about it, and this song was him saying, like, yeah, it's okay, I forgive you, I'm still in love with you. And uh, so I guess he was willing to forgive the affair but not willing to let Mick sing it so that's how uh, he had his first lead vocal track there is an outtake version of it with Mick on lead vocals though and it sounds very good as well but doesn't have the same feeling behind it as you can imagine given that backstory and I was fortunate enough to see Keith play You Got the Silver in his set at my first Stone show, June 6th, 2013 in Toronto. It's the only one of these four that I've seen them play live thus far. Next up I have Be My Baby by The Ronettes, which was a very revolutionary song for Phil Spector's Wall of Sound production style and is a really great early 60s style love song. Next up I have two songs by Sam Cooke. The first one is Cupid. Uh, it starts with the line that I'm sure most of you have heard and maybe makes it the most fitting Valentine's Day song. Cupid, draw back your bow and let your arrow go straight to my lover's heart for me. Doesn't really say or do anything too revolutionary, but a nice cutesy little one for Valentine's Day. And the second Sam Cooke song I have is Wonderful World. That's the one that goes, don't know much about history, don't know much biology, don't know much about a science book, don't know much about the French I took, but I do know that I love you, and I know that if you love me too, what a wonderful world this would be. And the other verses are the same sort of thing with uh, talking about subjects in school. I've always thought this was a cute, catchy one. Next I have I Second That Emotion by Smokey Robinson and the Miracles. This is one of my favorite Motown songs and uh, one of the best love songs. The lyrics are, Maybe you want to give me kisses sweet, but only for one night with no repeat. And maybe you'd go away and never call, and a taste of honey's worse than none at all. 
Oh, little girl, in that case I don't want no part. That would only break my heart. Oh, but if you feel like loving me, if you got the notion, I second that emotion. Said if you feel like giving me a lifetime of devotion, I second that emotion. Maybe you think that love would tie you down, and you don't have the time to hang around. Maybe you think that love was made for fools, so it makes you wise to break the rules. And then it goes back into the chorus. I love the horns on that one and the congas as well. Next I have I Got You Babe by Sonny and Cher. I sort of, I think I'd heard this now and then, but I really discovered it this past summer and listened to it a lot while I was doing whatever, going for a walk or gardening and all that. I think it's a really great one for two young lovers acknowledging the uh, the challenges that they'll face with not having a lot of money and all that, and uh, that they could be naive, but that they have each other and they're going to give it a shot. Next, I have Even in the Quietest Moments by Supertramp, which is one of my favorite songs of theirs, and I think the album of the same name is probably my favorite album of theirs. Uh, I won't read it to you in the interest of time, but it's a really great one that Roger Hodgson, who wrote it, uh, described as a dual love song that can be to to God and to a girl. Next, I have eight Taylor Swift songs. Uh, she's one of my go-to artists when I'm feeling especially romantic, so... Uh, the first one that I have of hers is Enchanted, which I think is my favorite song of hers off of the Speak Now album, which is my favorite album of hers. And it does an excellent job of capturing the kind of starry-eyed wonder when you uh, meet someone and feel the sparks instantly and it feels uh, like something enchanted or out of a movie. Uh, I won't read the whole thing, but the first two verses... Uh, capture the spirit of the thing as uh, the the reporter in the movie Slapshot always says, uh, what's his name, Dick Dunn? Something like that. Anyway, there I was again tonight, forcing laughter, faking smiles, same old tired, lonely place, walls of insincerity, shifting eyes and vacancy, vanished when I saw your face. All I can say is it was enchanting to meet you. Your eyes whispered, have we met? Across the room, your silhouette starts to make its way to me. The playful conversation starts, counter all your quick remarks, like passing notes in secrecy. And it was enchanting to meet you. All I can say is I was enchanted to meet you. And then the chorus, this night is sparkling, don't you let it go. I'm wonderstruck, blushing all the way home. I'll spend forever wondering if you knew I was enchanted to meet you. So a great one for that fairy tale, fantasy, soulmate type of initial infatuation upon a first meet. And then the second Taylor song I have is almost the exact opposite to Enchanted, and that is It's Nice to Have a Friend off of the Lover album, which describes uh, falling in love with a childhood friend and getting married and is much more about the, the small mundane things becoming special as opposed to feeling these fairy tale sparks right from the start. Um, 
So its lyrics, school bell rings, walk me home, sidewalk chalk, covered in snow, lost my gloves, you give me one, wanna hang out, yeah, sounds like fun, video games, you pass me a note, sleeping in tents, it's nice to have a friend, it's nice to have a friend, light pink sky up on the roof, sun sinks down, no curfew, 20 questions, we tell the truth, you've been stressed out lately, yeah, me too. Something gave you the nerve to touch my hand. It's nice to have a friend. It's nice to have a friend. Church bells ring, carry me home. Rice on the ground, looks like snow. Call my bluff, call you babe. Have my back, yeah, every day. Feels like home. Stay in bed the whole weekend. It's nice to have a friend. It's nice to have a friend. It's nice to have a friend. So that one's a great love song for falling for the girl next door, your childhood friend sort of situation. I think those ones are always very sweet. The next Taylor song I've chosen is Love Story, which uh, she actually just released her new version of it today. For those of you who follow her, she's re-recording her first six albums because of a uh, dispute over the... uh, her, the rights to uh, the masters for those albums or whatever being sold to Scooter Braun and her not having a chance to purchase them. So anyhow, she's re-recording the first six albums and she just released the new version of Love Story today, as a matter of fact. But yeah, uh, Love Story I've selected for this list because it's a modern retelling of Romeo and Juliet, which is probably the most famous love story there is, uh, and I won't read the lyrics because pretty much everyone's familiar with what's going on there, but uh, yeah, love story is a great love song. The next Taylor song I've chosen is Mine, which kicks off the Speak Now album. It talks about these two who meet in college and fall in love, and then they move in together, and they're starting to have uh, you know, adult problems cause friction and everything. And then when they uh, get in a fight, thinking back to how they fell in love uh, helps them through it. The chorus, do you remember we were sitting there by the water? You put your arm around me for the first time. You made a rebel of a careless man's careful daughter. You are the best thing that's ever been mine. I read somewhere that that last line, you are the best thing that's ever been mine, is it makes so much sense and fits together so well. It's amazing that no one had used it by 2010 when Taylor wrote this, but yeah, I think mine is a really good love song. The next Taylor song I've chosen is ours, which is actually a bonus track on the speak now deluxe edition, but I think it should have made the cut for the album. It's a great song and a great love song. The lyrics go, Elevator buttons and morning air. Stranger's silence makes me want to take the stairs. If you were here, we'd laugh about their vacant stairs. But right now, my time is theirs. Seems like there's always someone who disapproves. They'll judge it like they know about me and you. And the verdict comes from those with nothing else to do. The jury's out, but my choice is you. So don't you worry your pretty little mind. People throw rocks at things that shine. And life makes love look hard. The stakes are high, the water's rough, but this love is ours. You never know what people have up their sleeves. Ghosts from your past gonna jump out at me. 
lurking in the shadows with their lip gloss smiles, but I don't care, because right now you're mine. And then the chorus again, and then the bridge, and it's not theirs to speculate if it's wrong, and your hands are tough, but they are where mine belong, and I'll fight their doubt and give you faith with this song for you. And then a breakdown, because I love the gap between your teeth, and I love the riddles that you speak, and any snide remarks from my father about your tattoos will be ignored, because my heart is yours, and then back into the chorus to finish it out. So a really great love song there, kind of in the same vein as They Love Each Other, the Grateful Dead one we talked about, about uh, sort of ignoring the haters, if you will, and uh, fighting for what the two of you have. And the music video for it uh, depicts the, the, the man in question as being a soldier who's away uh, deployed, so that adds uh, an interesting meaning to it, but it definitely applies to more people than that. Uh, I've encountered a, uh, a soldier's girl who's back home myself uh, in Nashville with the boys one time, and uh, she was not as loyal as Taylor. We didn't help her along with that, though, mind you. The next Taylor song is Speak Now, the title track from the Speak Now album. I won't read it to you in the interest of time, but basically it depicts her well, she's fantasizing about uh, crashing the wedding of this guy that she loves, and it ends with the guy uh, saying he didn't say his vows, and he's so glad she was around when they said speak now. I included that because what's more Valentine's romance movie-ish than uh, crashing a wedding, right? The next Taylor song I've chosen is Today Was a Fairy Tale, which was featured in the movie Valentine's Day that she acted in, and uh, perhaps because of that, this song I associate more than any other with Valentine's Day. Uh, I'll read it to you. Today was a fairy tale. You were the prince. I used to be a damsel in distress. You took me by the hand and you picked me up at six. Today was a fairy tale. I wore a dress. You wore a dark gray t-shirt. You told me I was pretty when I looked like a mess. Today was a fairy tale. Time slows down whenever you are around. And then really gives you chills for the chorus. Can you feel this magic in the air? It must have been the way you kissed me. Fell in love when I saw you standing there. It must have been the way. Today was a fairy tale. It must have been the way. Today was a fairy tale. Today was a fairy tale. You got a smile. Takes me to another planet. Every move you make, everything you say is right. Today was a fairy tale. Today was a fairy tale, all that I can say is now it's getting so much clearer. Nothing made sense till the time I saw your face. Today was a fairy tale. And then uh, sort of has a lot of choruses after that. So yeah, I think you'd agree that's one of the more Valentine's-y songs there is. I love that one. And then the final Taylor song I have is You Belong With Me, which I think is a strong... Uh, candidate for best song of the 21st century so far, no cap. One of the best songs about unrequited love, but if you watch the music video, uh, well, it's one of the best music videos, and when they get to the prom, they both have a sign that says, I love you, that uh, they never held up to each other in the window when they were writing messages and holding them up to the window. So, uh, yeah, You Belong With Me is a great love song. 
Next, I have two songs by The Temptations, the first of which is My Girl, which I think is one of the five most universally beloved songs ever. Like, doesn't matter where people are from, what gender, what age, what type of music they normally listen to. I've literally never met somebody who doesn't love this song. I might even do an episode about what that list would be at some point. But yeah, My Girl is an excellent love song. One of the most recognizable intros out there. And then uh, the first verse, I've got sunshine on a cloudy day. When it's cold outside, I've got the month of May. I guess you'd say, what can make me feel this way? My girl, my girl, my girl, talking about my girl. And uh, I'm sure you all know the rest, so I won't regale you with that, but that's certainly one that had to be here. And the other temptation song is The Way You Do the Things You Do. And I think I have to read the lyrics to this one because they're just so clever in like a simple but cute way. You've got a smile so bright, you know you could have been a candle. I'm holding you so tight, you know you could have been a handle. The way you swept me off my feet, you know you could have been a broom. The way you smell so sweet, you know you could have been some perfume. Well, you could have been anything that you wanted to, and I can tell the way you do the things you do. As pretty as you are, you know you could have been a flower. If good looks was a minute, you know that you could be an hour. The way you stole my heart, you know you could have been a cool crook. And baby, you're so smart, you know you could have been a school book. And then the chorus again. And then the final verse, short one. You made my heart so rich, you know you could have been some money. And baby, you're so sweet, you know you could have been some honey. It's almost like they came up with every rhyming, cheesy pickup line they could think of and then spun them into a really sweet love song. And it's also uh, complemented by some really great instrumentation. Uh, my band covered this once, and it was a lot of fun. Jerry Garcia Band used to cover it a lot as well. Next, I have Love is All Around by The Trogs, which, if you've seen Love Actually, is the song that uh, the singer character is uh, trying to make into a, a Christmas remix. And then I have two U2 songs. The first one is Sweetest Thing, which is a great depiction of a girl who's playing kind of coy and hard to get, but he is uh, resolute in his determination to wait as long as it takes. My love, she throws me like a rubber ball, but she won't catch me or break my fall. Baby's got blue skies up ahead, but in this I'm a rain cloud. You know she wants a dry kind of love. I'm losing you, I'm losing you, ain't love the sweetest thing. I wanted to run, but she made me crawl. Eternal fire, she turned me to straw. I know I got black eyes, but they burn so brightly for her. I guess it's a blind kind of love. And then the chorus again. And by the way, after each line in the verses, the backing vocals are going, oh, the sweetest thing. Anyhow, verse three, blue-eyed boy meets a brown-eyed girl. You can sew it up but you still see the tear. Baby's got blue skies up ahead, but in this I'm a rain cloud. Ours is a stormy kind of love. And then it's got an outro. Great bass line from Adam Clayton in this one. Uh, one of my favorite U2 songs. And then the other U2 song I chose for this list is probably my favorite of theirs, and that is 
with or without you. This is another one kind of in a similar vein, but probably a better song. Uh, talks, he's waiting for the girl and he can't live with her because she hasn't agreed to be with him yet, but he can't live without her either. And it's uh, driving him nuts. So the, the lyrics, see the stone set in your eyes, see the thorn twist in your side. I'll wait for you. Sleight of hand and twist of fate. On a bed of nails, she makes me wait, and I wait without you, with or without you, with or without you. Through the storm, we reach the shore. You give it all, but I want more, and I'm waiting for you, with or without you, with or without you. Ah, uh, I can't live with or without you. And you give yourself away, and you give yourself away, and you give, and you give, and you give yourself away. My hands are tied, my body bruised. She got me with nothing to win and nothing left to lose. And then it repeats the bridge and the chorus again. So I think that's a great one about being in it for the long haul when you're being forced to wait, but getting a little impatient with how long it's taking. And then I have three Van Morrison songs to close out the list here. The first of which is Brown Eyed Girl, might need a black-eyed Susan after how long it's taken to record this episode. That's the official drink of the Preakness horse race, for those of you who don't know. So Brown-Eyed Girl, a really great love song. It's uh, another one of those ones that kind of... So the narrator is looking back at falling in love with the girl next door, childhood friend sort of thing uh, in the first two verses, and then... Uh, in the chorus, the do you remember when we used to sing sha-la-la-la, that part. And then verse 3 says, so hard to find my way now that I'm all on my own. I saw you just the other day, my you have grown. Cast my memory back there, Lord. Sometimes I'm overcome thinking about making love in the green grass behind the stadium with you, my brown-eyed girl. You, my brown-eyed girl. And then back to the chorus. So unfortunately, this is one of those childhood sweetheart songs where they ended up breaking up and he's looking back fondly and talking about how he's lost now without her. So uh, a little sad, but still a great love song and uh, one of the best and catchiest songs ever and would be in that group with My Girl, I think, of most universally beloved songs. The second Van Morrison song I have is Crazy Love. Uh, this one is one of the most romantic sounding, just sonically, I think. Uh, as soon as it starts, you can hear it in his voice. Uh, really puts you in that place. I'll just read the first verse. I can hear her heartbeat from a thousand miles, and the heavens open every time she smiles. And when I come to her, that's where I belong. Yet I run into her like a river's song. Just a very touching love song. And last, number 100, but certainly not least, and in fact a great way to close it out, is Tupelo Honey by Van Morrison. There's actually a Friends episode where it cuts to them at Monica's kitchen table and they're debating what the best love song is, and Ross vehemently argues in favor of Tupelo Honey. The chorus is, she's as sweet as Tupelo Honey, she's an angel of the first degree, She's as sweet, she's as sweet as Tupelo honey, just like honey baby from the bee.
fantastic uh, saxophone work on this song to to go along with the the very sweet lyrics just uh throw this one on and listen to that nice saxophone solo to ride the whole list out and there we go we made it to the end of the list so that's it one thing i noticed is 80s songs performed much better than they would for me in practically any other category I'm not sure if this is correlated with the number of great romantic movies from the 80s. Could just be that they wrote great love songs then, uh, as many of them are still used in movies these days, like how I mentioned uh, discovering Betty Davis' eyes through Take Me Home Tonight. Or it could also be that the over-the-top nature of the 80s and 80s music in general lends itself well to uh, grand romantic gestures in song. Anyhow, uh, sorry it was such a long list. I had fun with it. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it, and it got you in a nice Valentine's mood. I hope if you have a sweetheart, you're able to see them, despite the pandemic. And I hope whether you're single or taken, you find a way to spread the love this weekend. Uh, as you know, I'm now selling Rock Talk with Dr. Cropper t-shirts uh, for $40 Canadian or two for 70 If you'd like one, please feel free to reach out to me by email rocktalk.dr.cropper at gmail.com or on Instagram at rocktalk.dr.cropper or on Facebook or LinkedIn, Rock Talk with Dr. Cropper. And you uh, can also follow me on any of those, any and all of those social platforms. That would be most appreciated, and then you can be kept abreast of all the latest happenings on the show. Also, if you feel so inclined to leave a rating and review with the streaming platform that you use, that would be most appreciated. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. Welcome to the new folks, and thanks for sticking around to the old folks. And uh, I think I might actually make a playlist of these songs on Spotify and throw that up on the show's Instagram page, so watch out for that. And next week, I'm going to be bringing Graydon Dennison back onto the show, and we are going to compare singers to NBA superstars. So that should be a fun one. Until then, have a great Valentine's Day weekend, and I'll see you next time. Class dismissed.